In 2011, Egypt witnessed a massive uprising of different sections of the society against the dictatorship of Husni Mubarak. We usually regard the revolution of January 25 in Egypt in conjunction with a series of uprisings that happened simultaneously throughout the Arab world. I remember 2011, a year full of hope for people, full of organization and mobility. Shadows of the final and eternal shining glowing out of my Facebook home. There was revolt. But of course, reality would always be in conflict with dreams. In Bahrain, for example, the leading class didn't even let the uprising to happen. The uprisings in Syria and Egypt, as well as the general trend of what happened in the Arab world, were either suppressed massively by the ruling system or ended with civil wars and chaos. For this episode, I talked with an active observer of the development of the uprising that was unfolding in Alexandria, Egypt. He found himself wanting to take the ruling power from the ruling system and abolish the corrupt political system, something that eventually never happened. <laughs> Mohammed El Kashif uh, goes with Kashif. Uh, law was my first uh, bachelor, uh, and I was uh, a lawyer, an associated lawyer in, in Egypt, uh, human rights defender, and uh, migration activist. I'm living my 30s, discovering it. Uh, I studied also investigative journalism uh, in Alexandria, uh, working now as an advocate, berater in German, which is consultant, jurist, which is uh, legal uh, uh, researcher, focusing on uh, migration and international affairs uh, between EU and North African countries. The great things that I do and I like to do is rap music. Uh, through the rap music I express myself and I put uh, philosophy into words like through uh, Poets. 
I asked his idea of the term Arab Spring. Objection! <laughs> I don't like I don't like this European uh, terminology about uh, the uprising and revolutions that happened in the in in Egypt and Syria and Tunisia and whatever. Like they saw it like at uh, the European Spring and then they said it's Arab Spring. No, it was not our spring. We didn't uh, even when it was. Uh, nice and we saw that we are achieving our dreams and we are near to accomplish our goals it was not spring it was not full of colors it was uh, full of tricks dirty games and blood so it was not spring at all i, I, I would prefer to call to to call it uh, revel it's a revolution but if you call it uprising, I will be okay with uprising because the revolution is in the process. So it just was the first click in 2011 and we are still in the process even after 10 years. It's autumn, it was our autumn. The winter came after, it was raining bullets. Blood was running in the streets. I lost a lot of friends, a lot of comrades, a lot of dear beloved friends in, in, in prison, I'm exiled myself. This is not spring. This is not the spring that we are looking for. So call it winter because it brought rain and rain changed something in the soil, but it's not spring yet. Tell me about the revolution. Where were you? Where were you on the 25th of January? What were you doing? Uh, I born and raised in Alexandria. Oh, Alexandria. It's a nice city. Like, to be honest, people saying that Berlin is the biggest European city and all the things. And when I came here, I have this in my mind, like Berlin is so big. And then in comparison, Alexandria is bigger. Happy time twice and space-wise, size-wise. Have a good relation and connection to its streets. Know a lot of people. Yeah, my friends also was all the time making fun over me and saying that uh, one day I will be the mayor of the city because uh, I know every tiny detail about the city, the history, the geography. And uh, for a long time until I left, because when you leave some place, people think that you uh, cut poons or like you cut the connection with it. But until I left, uh, I was a kind of a good and, uh, and trustful reference for a lot of people uh, about the city. So Alexandria is a big part. It's, it's, uh, it's my hometown, my homeland, and also uh, because it's Alexandria in the literature, in the history, in art. Uh, like it's a cosmopolitan city for a long time. Uh, that, that, yeah, the, this is Alexandria. For a long time before I was, and because of the rap, because of my reads, because of me, because of the people that I met, a lot of factors that made me want to dream of a revolution, and I was sure that the revolution will not be televised, so I was so connected in the streets. And I was, I was just wondering, like, huh? It's a joke. Why, why this mummy is staying in power for more than 25 years at that time, like 25 years in 2006? And now letting his son with his with friends 
manipulating and playing such games and preparing him to be the next president. It's not a kingdom. And then it was the rap music, was the music, was the, the hip hop, the ripple, the ripple from the underground. And I was totally involved in the underground scene in, uh, in Alexandria. And uh, thankfully, people still remember me and they still know me. And there's a lot of people now in the mainstream uh, convinced that I was uh, influential for them. Like I influenced them somehow. They, and, and that's nice to do something in your life and then see results after a few years. <laughs> From January 25, 2011, streets of Cairo and Alexandria were home to the revolting working class and the middle classes of the society. They took it to the street for a long time after that day and shouted for the long-awaited piece of stale bread and also a radical change in the political structure and superstructures of the society. And there was a kind of a fight there between some of, of the of, of guys and and, uh, and policemen, and then we joined. I was with other two of my friends, and we joined. We joined from the pack, so they didn't notice that there is. They thought everyone is running from them, and then they found us. We didn't know. Like after then, I uh, I got to know uh, two of the guys who were uh, attacked by the police, but at that, we we didn't know them. But we felt this. It could be us. I was just dropped, uh, like blacked out a few moments ago, so they need help. And then we attacked the policemen, took them by surprise, and then all of us were just running away. And because this is, again, my, my, my neighborhood, I was, too, I was like leading or guiding, I was guiding them in the streets. That was 25th, and then 26th, 27 nights, there was the first uh, person got shot and died in Swiss, like another city. In 28th, it was the Friday of Rage, Gomat al Ghadab. We all furious, we all upset, we all mad. We asked for social change, people were asking for bread. Dignity, freedom, social justice. No one touched any political requirements or any political question or anything. No one said that Mubarak go away. Like it's it's started after like in in, in 25th, late afternoon. People started go away. Because now they are seeing that real power to the people. We are powerful. Why we are asking for less? We will not settle for less. We will not ask you for our freedom. We will take it. We will not ask you to, to show us dignity. We will show you that we deserve it. We will do the social justice among us because we are with us. 
And the bread, we will create the bread. We will make it. So please fuck off with your family and your gang and go away. And that's that how it happened. And 28 people started to call for falling the regime. The Egyptian people wants or calling the regime to fall. Or calling for regime falling. You read Iskat and Nizam. A Shab with the people, Shab you read once the regime fallen or regime fallen. Millions in the street, like the, the most optimistic person was thinking, okay, we will be 30, 50,000, 100,000 maximum, so we could deliver the message. And then you find in the streets millions. Structure. You need to change the structure. And there was the moment. People was actually discussing and arguing how to change the police and interior ministry structure. How to limit the power of the military intervening in the country. How to establish a new democratic system. The military is responsible for everyone got killed during the days of revolution because there was no police. In 28, the great Egyptian people burned down all police stations, especially in big cities. In Alexandria, burned out at four. The, the protest started after the Friday prayer, it was 1 p.m. At 4.30 p.m., there was announcement in the whole media television, even international one. Demonstrators and protesters controlling the city of Alexandria. Police and security forces surrendered and ran away. So that, that was a big news. There was no police in the streets. I, I remember in the, in the day of 30, 30 of June 2011, I was standing in the street organizing the traffic. Remember in 29th and, and 30s, people went out in the street cleaning the street, washing the streets. And then after Mubarak dismissed, Literally, the media was kind of begging to the police to come back. One of the important igniters of the unrest all throughout Egypt is considered the killing of Khaled Said in June 2010, who was a close acquaintance to Muhammad. Uh, and through music, I met Khaled Said. Khaled was uh, a friend. May his soul rest in peace. Uh, and homie from from uh, from the neighborhood, like who who the, he, we we were uh, living uh, near to each other, and I met him, and uh, he was so talented, bright person, 
And what day in, in June 2010? He was sitting in, in a cyber cafe, internet cafe, underneath, like downstairs in his home. Like, he was taking care, he was, he was a nice geek. So he was taking care of this networking and connection thing for a reason, stupid reason. Uh, security agent, like uh, security forces, officials, just jumped on him, beat him to death. They killed him in the street, like literally beat him to death. They killed him. I found a friend of a common friend of us calling me because I was, you know, like I was in the streets all the time. So something big happened like that to your friend. So some other friend was checking me out like, hey, where the hell are you? You know what happened to Chai? What? Political activists took the chance, the advantage. Some with them was honest and Owner, honest was owner as well, who started to uh, highlight the incident and to shame it and to, uh, and then there was a campaign and then uh, there was a page on Facebook called We All Khalid Said. At that point, like demonstration, protest uh, uh, happening in, 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 in my neighborhood, not just in my city, in my, in my streets. Like you used to run the streets and then it's happening here. Uh, I was involved, totally, like I was involved. Uh, I was uh, still in the waiting for uh, my university records, the graduation and had nothing else like I was not even uh, curious uh, to find a job. No, well, I, I have a mission now. My friend got killed and other people were calling him like a hustler because he was hustling to bring us new music which is not accessible in Egypt. So he was uh, like in this air, like 2010, there was no YouTube, like YouTube was new. At, uh, but he knew how dark web was something of a mystery for people. But he knew how to bring new released albums, new music, fresh beats. He was super good. So it, uh, when he got killed, it, uh, Music will remind you of him. I remember in 2010, the last uh, recorded song I did was the band was in May before he uh, he de his death. And all the time the, the rap was uh, a way of expression for me. Instead of shouting in the street, instead of fighting with uh, my shadows, you know? Like, so I'm fighting my demons through music. So I started again to, to write something. 
قاعد مع حالي بروق على بالي فاكر ايام واصحاب وليالي كله رايح ومصيره للدود ناس عايشه والغالي هيعود وانا زي داوود في جيش طالوت هلعب البخت في وش جالوت ما تقولش تخايف ما عنديش الجدل طاقه ده طلعت الصيف رميت باسبور وبطاقه قلت ميت لا فوش بتوعنا عم بشخبط اساطير من رحم العدم والحكايه صرخه مكتومه طالعه من جوايا بشكل ضحكه في المرايه والجنون في الغوايه Now for me, the series of revolts in the Arab world looks like a sophisticated catalog of experience for revolutionaries all around the world. In the case of Egypt, the political system as well as the underlying economic institutions of the society didn't radically change, although the Egyptians were in the street defending the revolution. After the revolution of 1979 in Iran, the majority of former revolutionaries mostly defended the 1979 revolution and the religious leadership of it. Egyptians, on the other hand, had a clear memory of the Iranian revolution and specifically didn't want to become another Iran. That's what happened actually in Egypt. People was afraid because Shah, when he left Iran, everyone, every country, every neighborhood country, all the countries around the world, refused to host him, Egypt did. So people aware about what happened in Iran. The Shah was marrying uh, uh, the Egyptian princess, a daughter of the, or the sister of the last Egyptian king, Farouk. So there is this boundaries, uh, sorry, bones. And then there is also the boundaries that they are doing Sona and Shia. And then the Egyptians was afraid when Muslim brother came to the power to claim the revolution for themselves and to control and rule by the revolution and Egypt become a new Iran. So that's why there was a resistance and there was all the time this power powerful movement against Muslim Brotherhood, even when they are in power, trying to weaken them, not to strengthen them, which was wrong because the military used the chance and got the, got the advantage. But what's really sad for me, after 40 years from the revolution, like in, if, if, if I'm still live, alive, I, I don't know if I will alive until this moment, but I don't, I, I don't want to actually to see Egypt in 2050 like Iran nowadays. I, I'm sure a change will happen because also people in Iran are like in, in top. Everyone is looking for a way to leave the country and they are uh, ruling with a strong fist. But it, 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 it's really, it's really sad. Even like in, it's, it's the same in Egypt. People say that like just a single day from Mubarak's day. Like bring back just a single day from Mubarak's days. It was like that. And actually that's what's happening in Iran. People want to bring back the monarchy and then they will figure out again, they will remember again how it is, and then a new revolution, a new social movement. 
who knows but i'm 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 grateful for uh, for the egyptian revolution uh, grateful even for the experience of being exiled because without exile without traveling without uh, living this kind of life i wouldn't have discovered and learned a lot of stuff so i'm grateful for the revolution the revolution as said in process and is still happening what was the role of the two opposition groups kefaya and the 6th april youth movement mainly the intellectual middle age high class figures or persons who were seeking for political change kefaya was not asking as far as i remember and i know and i i didn't get in 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 uh, like i didn't feel the bones with them because it was so was far from the street like uh, but kefaya did did their share kefaya actually connected the people and put people didn't know each other before together especially uh, that's before the era of internet and social media so Uh, but in that was 2005 and kefaya started because of the election uh, the presidential election at that time and uh, they were calling for ayman nur who was the opposition of mubarak and was supporting them and were kefaya kefaya means enough like enough mubarak so it was not a social movement more than was a political movement asking for change the faces Uh, they are not revolutionary and they are conservative by the way and was the revolution happened in Egypt and the days after until today it was kind of a lot of uh, improvement that they are not revolutionary and they are not uh, they were just seeking for change and uh, 6 of April uh, salute and a lot of respect Uh, April started in 2008 in uh, supporting and solidarity with uh, Mahalla workers uh, big city in uh, delta in Egypt in middle in, in, in so it was a fabric yeah, but factory and then people were dem- demonstrating and protesting to raise their salaries At that time this factory was uh, public so belonged to the state the people got shot and there is a lot of them got arrested and a couple got died and and then uh, and it started this this movement was in the 6th of April 2008 that's why the the 6th of April youth movement got their name after them after the event So as you see yeah and Ahmed Maher actually the founder one of the of the founder and he was the uh, he is in prison is is in prison since Sisi came to power and he was one of the guys who represented the, the youth after revolution 2011 in the talks was the was the state and was military and he's a good guy. here in exile actually started their uh, meant was the society through 6th of april so um, it lightened and 
and inspired a lot of, uh, of person and people. Despite that, if we are agree or disagree with their political agenda. How did the workers' strike supported the masses in the street? Talking about workers' strikes, what ha like which happened after the the, the January two thousand eleven? It had a role because this is the this is the people who the revolution belonged to. I'm talking about the workers' strike because it was not one. Like at at one month in April two thousand eleven, more than hundred thirty worker strikes all over the country. People were really saying it subconsciously at least. Fuck politics. Politics kill. We wanna leave. So solve our problems. But the elites didn't care and said this is uh, uh, pa partial, partial uh, inquiries. This is not the nation requirement. This is a partial inquiries. They call it partial inquiries because you have a syndicate, like a worker syndicate in every factory, in every uh, workplace. So these people were con connecting and mobilizing themselves. The revolution, the demonstration, the, the movement itself, the mobilization uh, of revolution uh, taught them lesson. We could organize ourselves, we could mobilize, we don't need someone to, to rule us. And it, 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 it was really promising. We can do whatever we want just if we decide to organize and become united. <laughs> فكل من فتح فاكت الغمه اكل على قفاه ونصيبه صابه ما صابه في احبابه عن عينه غابه I know such short episodes like this one will not really reflect the full reality of the events. However, I'd love to continue talking about the revolution in Egypt as well as Tunisia and Libya as well as others. So please subscribe and share these moments with people you think would like them. Undisturbed is produced by me, Bijan Sabak, and is part of Colorful Voices Network. If you know someone who you think should be presented on this podcast, please drop me a line at undisturbed at medianfeelfault.net. Thank you for listening. Summa, 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 summa,
Ulama Soma, 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 Ulama